0: Hello. Oh my gosh, we're here Hey, hello, welcome, welcome It's season two
1: <laughs> Season two? Season two, baby I'm excited, I hope you're excited Oh, I'm excited I... We got a bunch of new guests lined up And stuff like that And I'm joined by one of them, the wonderful Sheva That's me <laughs> So <laughs> Welcome back once again to Stellar Talks. Um the show run by yours truly, the cringy space boy of the internet, Ivan Ginga. <laughs> so um and this is the first time I've done this with the new model. So I'm, I'm excited I, for that I'm, to be my first time with your for, with your new model too. Yee! Um first Stellar Talks with the new model and I had uh, well I tried Friday to do with the new model. But My computer said no. And then yeah, it'd be had to... like that. And then yesterday I decided that I was going to do the unthinkable and reset my PC to see if that was going to help with video um, or like encoding errors and stuff like that that I was experiencing. Did it um, help? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet.
2: Well, here's but... hoping.
1: <laughs> Uh, yeah, here's hoping, because then I lost a bunch of my projects that I was working on, because I forgot to put them into my drive. No. Including my old, so uh, bad. Sc- uh, schedule template and stuff like that. So, but, luckily, I was able to whip one up real quick. Real quick, like. <laughs> well, anyways, how are you doing today, Sheva? I'm doing pretty good.
2: I I woke up like two hours ago, so I'm still a little a little groggy,
1: a little groggy. But
2: other than that,
1: I'm fine. Yeah. Um. Also, are you guys hearing him at all? I hope so. Like, is his audio good? This is also my first stream. I can actually with, probably check myself. With this is my first stream with. Oh yeah, using I, I, I'm actually a little loud. You're actually a little loud. Yeah,
0: me, I think so. Let me turn you down.
1: Just a little bit.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm like a little bit louder than you. Let's see if that changes anything.
2: Let me take a look. Yeah, that's pretty okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. And at least you're not super quiet because that's something that's an mm-hmm. issue that I was having with the other season. Uh, I'm using a new audio splitter so that I'm able to split certain programs within streaming. Um, so Discord is now on its own track.
2: Oh, I Thankfully. see. I should probably start doing that too.
1: I'm not sponsored by them, but I can give give you the link to the one that I have set up. It's a lot easier to use than Voice Meter because it doesn't force you to download this audio or digital audio cable, which you're like, then you're like, okay, how do I use this? And then all these other tutorials online that tell you, hey, this is how you yeah, do Yeah, I it hate them. having to watch tutorials.
2: I'd rather and, just like be able to like just read something. And then they don't have anything to read. There, it's always videos.
1: And then you have to re- install this, and you have to change all these um, settings and default issues. The amount of times that I it's tried awful. using Voice Meter. I've used it. Tried to use it three times. And each time, it ended up fucking something up. It's no good. No bueno. But seeing as I'm using this one, um, it it's made by Steel Series.
2: Oh, I was using Steel Series for a bit, but their audio didn't sound very good for me.
1: Um, the splitter is actually fairly good. Mm. And you can also yeah, apply I was filters. using their um. You can also apply filters like using. noise gate and other stuff. I see, I see. To the programs that you have synced up to that track. So if I wanted to, I can add background removal or uh, give you a compressor or something like that. Ooh, that's neat. And It's it, it, it it actually really a, useful. It has a setup window that basically it just asks you okay, what's your input? What's your output? Okay, we're going to automatically set this up, and you can change it how you like.
2: It's very useful, actually. I should so ba- probably <laughs> use that, because <laughs> so, I have some people who, who who don't know how to use that stuff, and I, re- I really wish I could do it for them.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's kind of like I installed it, pressed a couple buttons, and then, oh, off I went. That's good. So, with all that, it's enough stalling. <laughs> um... I'm going to get into the interview because this is your first time on which I I do hope you enjoy your time here. Um I'm and sure I, will. I hope you enjoyed being on the Asteria.
2: <laughs> it's very nice, very cozy.
1: Um this is just one of the many rooms we I I kind of modeled it a little bit after the Astral Express, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, like that, though. I am very obsessed with star rail yeah, as much as i wish at least i it, wish
2: i could be so into star rail i was so excited for it and now i'm just like
1: you're kind of man, burnt out genshin all
2: over again yeah
1: yeah i got burnt out of genshin really early like i tried playing it now three times and it, i just got bored of it really freaking quick yeah but I've got some questions here for you. You can choose to answer them however you like. You can be as in depth or as elaborative um, on stories if you wish. I'm not forcing you to say anything. Um, Sounds good to me. Yeah, this is just cozy vibes, and um, we're going to start with if you would like to introduce yourself.
2: Hello, I'm Sheva. I am an, a cosmic being of unimaginable horror (laughs) i might not look it right now but when i'm at my full power looking at me will surely bring you terror (laughs) (laughs) um i'm out of character right now um i don't quite have what my 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 creature's little goal is i'm still like deciding whether well back back to back to the lore Sheva is a sort of cosmic being who exists within the moon, right? It's sort of like a, like an egg. I've and once there. that egg ha- cracks, you've been there? Yeah. You should have stopped by and said hi. <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> but once, once the, the egg hatches, uh, I'll be using everybody's biomass on this planet to create a new egg so that my species can grow.
1: Can I volunteer as tribute?
2: <laughs> sure. And every time you look at the moon, just know that I'll be looking back at you. And <laughs> you're... I'll be able to... I, I don't know how to explain this this little bit. Um... <laughs> I I feel so so cringe right now.
1: You're trying to explain it, but it's like you're being really yeah,
2: shy. I take over I, the I,
3: world.
1: <laughs> I
2: I have it in my mind, but like when I try to put it into words, it's like I don't know how to do it. Let's just say every time you look at the moon, I'm I'm getting into your head. You're you're going to join them five mind if you look up too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it kinda of reminds me of um Zim the Conqueror or Zim the What what is that Z- old Invader Zim? Invader Zim. Where you like, like that. I'm gonna conquer the world, but then whenever something happens, <laughs> it's like, um, I can do
3: that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> world domination and you're trying to explain it, it's just something like, like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna conquer all of you. <laughs> yeah. Don't anyway, worry. There'll be plenty of conquering. Yeah, uh, I volunteer as tribute. Uh, that is if you're able to use celestial matter, because I don't have human matters.
2: Oh, probably not then.
1: Only if you're organic. I don't know. I don't know if it would be organic, because I was born from a star.
2: As long as you have flesh and blood, you should be fine.
1: I have um materially. Materially, uh, how do I explain it? Materially generated flesh?
2: I don't think so. Work, I, sh-
1: I shift my matter and it creates a an illusion. Because I do have an astral form that nobody has seen.
2: Yeah, it probably won't work then.
1: All right. Well, can I be a, g- a general? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> yes. You could be
2: one of my high priests.
1: Promotion. <laughs> let's go so i'm going to start these series of questions what's asking you how long have you been streaming whether it's as a vtuber as other projects how long it's have you been
2: it's been about like i don't know how, how many months but i started like around november i think how many months is that even i actually like really want to check that let's see one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, like wait, yeah, in about
3: November
1: eight last year, yeah. Oh, then we we started uh, at least v tubing at the same time. Yeah. Um. Because um, yeah, I haven't streamed before that. I've, it's I've my first doing, time. Like I said, I've been doing stuff probably seven, eight, six going on seven years now. Oh wow. And like, um, I've had previous projects, however, none of them has been quite the journey as um vtubing because even when i was doing the other ones sure i met some quote friends the only one that i knew outside of vtubing or from those projects was mr chair um which we we are still pretty good friends but the other projects, like, I kept getting used or treated like a content asset. That's no good. Yeah, which is which one of the main reasons why we made Nexus, because we don't want people to feel that way. Because we know right, that right. Uh, with Nexus, we don't ever use people. Um, That's good. We also want to create an environment where creators are welcome and actually cared for for their well-being instead of you know just treated as that asset because we you know we all at least me and marasaki we've been in that boat of having that burnout and stuff like that but when you have a group of people that are behind you that are supporting you in your endeavors it's like yeah we we, we wish the best for everyone that's involved around nexus not just the nexus members yeah it's very sweet and noble i think So, um, but yeah, I've been doing this for about seven, eight years, which is why I'm fairly used to at least some of the streaming aspects, like when it comes to talking Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It's like, um, I, I can probably do a fair decent amount with, uh, what's it called? Uh, public speaking because I'm able to just speak about nothing. (laughs) i'm no good at that actually like i could probably try and on the street tell you about some random puppy (laughs) (laughs) i'm very bad at talking myself and also another reason why i like vtubing was the storytelling aspect of being able to create a character. I've never done that. I've never created a character and did stuff like that. But I'm very, Mm -hmm. um, I I don't want to sound like, um, egotistical about saying this, but I I do believe that I'm very uh, creatively inclined. Because I spent a lot of time in high school taking classes to improve on, like, my creative writing, and um, film, and graphic design, digital art, and stuff like that. Like, I'm the type of person, if someone gives me, like, um, like, I I was a big reader in school. Whenever someone would, whenever I would read something, I was also the type of person where I can perfectly and picture it in my head and i'm also the same way with like art like if someone tells me yeah i'm the same way when someone tells me certain prompts and like certain things going on and like making art about say like 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 a beach scene with nexus members i can see who is doing what and being where like i can perfectly see valin because he's a vampire just chilling underneath Mm -hmm. the 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 <laughs> the shade of an umbrella i love that but the one thing that irritates me is i'm i'm a novice artist when it comes to, like drawing but like the graphic oh, yeah. design aspect I, I think i know where you're going with this yeah like if there was any skill i would rather have i would definitely replace guitar playing with being able to draw
2: <laughs> yeah I really wish I could draw too. Like, I have- I can perfectly see exactly what I want in my mind, but, like, actually trying to draw it, I- I can't do it.
1: (laughs) Doesn't it just infuriate you when When you're you're trying trying to draw something? It makes me so upset. Like, (laughs) I tried to draw, um, something recently, and I was, like, trying to work it out, and then I was just like, you know what, screw it, threw it in the bin. (laughs) Because I got so upset that I wasn't able to do it. I'm the same way. Um, so everyone has a specific theme. Everyone has a reason for they picked their theme. Like um, um me, I like space. I like space a lot. Um my favorite video game is Destiny and stuff like that. Uh, which made it very easy to pick my OC as a you know celestial. Yeah. Um originally you weren't much of a cosmic being. Um so what was the original um this is kind of a two-part question. Um what was what led you to the inspiration of your the original Sheva and then what caused you to kind of rebrand into this um cosmic eldritch horror? Well, for Sheva
2: it was more like, I wanted to be original, and I noticed that there's, like, a lot of people say that they're a Gremlin VTuber, right? But they're not Gremlin VTubers. You get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, like, they say, oh, Gremlin mode activated. And yeah, then they're, exactly. They're just, like...
2: Like, they're an angel, they or they're, they like, a fox, show it. Or, or cat, or whatever. Yeah, but... I wanted to be like a literal gremlin VTuber, and I've I've only seen one other person who's an whose VTuber species was literally a gremlin, right? Mm-hmm. So originally I was gonna be a goblin, but then I realized like for pickrues and stuff, green skin is not really an option. So I just decided to to go with more a more natural color. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I decided I can't really be a gremlin or a g- goblin like this. So why not gremlin? And I think I pulled it off pretty well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a really good model, what you had. Hmm.
2: Yeah. But then I I realized I want to I wanna be more mature, right? And I, I had like a, a little boy model, right? So I didn't feel comfortable like making lewd jokes or getting lewd art or anything like that. So I, I decided I wanted to have something more mature. And that's where the, the cosmic eldritch horror came from. Because yeah. I'm really into like like psych- psychological horror stuff, uh, eldritch horror. I really like the the concepts of Lovecraft's creatures.
1: Yeah, and I was like, like you know,
2: what? I want to be, I want to be like that.
1: See, yeah, I'm personally a big fan of horror movies. I love um, reading about SCP. Um,
2: oh yeah, like SP- that.
1: SCPs are really good. Like my favorite is uh, Shy Guy.
2: oh oh yeah i know who you're talking about for a second i thought you were talking about mario i was like huh
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's either that or the um the sentient theater mask
2: oh i know that one too yeah that one's really
1: good that one i remember the first time i read that one i got really terrified Uh, that one gave me chills
2: (laughs) i don't think i've actually like read it but I, i know what it is and i know i think i know what it does
1: yeah, it's it's a it's a theater theatrical mask, kind of like the comedy and sorrow theater mask.
2: Mm-hmm. It kind of like uh, melts you into your like just like goop, right?
1: Well, yeah, it, it, and you it, can't take it, it off. Take yeah, it once you put it on, it takes control of your body, and as it's on, it creates this like acidic goop that slowly deteriorates your body. Right. Like, um, the way that they were able to conduct interviews with it was having it consume D class. So, D class oh, personnel right, right? would come I think, into the yeah, room, I think, I think put I think on I have... the mask, and then they would conduct the interview because it would take over and use the body as a vessel. But it was slowly right, right. deteriorating the body, so after like two hours of the interview, they were like, you know what? It was like, the body was just completely decomposed. Yeah. But yeah, it, like yeah, I, I think I have actually like heard the story. I have a harder time playing horror games. One, because personally, I like to play video games with people. Um, right. Because me, I'm a very sociable person. <laughs> I like to talk. Obviously, I wouldn't have started a podcast if I didn't. <laughs> But it's yeah. like I like doing stuff like that, <laughs> but also being able to like make jokes with people and stuff like that. On like, yeah, the it's game. a really good feeling. Like I remember one game I played recently that plays highly on one of my phobias, which was um my friendly neighborhood.
2: Your friendly? What? I don't think I've heard of that.
1: Yeah, my, I might have a slight. Phobia of Muppets. Muppets?
2: Oh, I think I actually might have heard that. Let me look it up
1: real quick. Yeah, it's the one, it's like an escape room. And it's, you have this like Burt character. Oh, I have seen this before. You have this like Burt like character constantly like chasing after you. And you have to escape the room. It was like uh, Bert and Zoe decided, hey, I'm going to put you in my basement and I'm going to terrify the shit out of you. That's <laughs> <laughs> no a really bad. nice
2: idea, actually. I really like, uh, I feel like it's really hard to do like like kids, kids content gone horror because sometimes it just like ends up being like really cringe. But I feel like if you do it right, it, it turns out like really good. Yeah, I feel like, I think there's been a, a recent one where it's actually like really good. I think it's like a character's name is Amanda or something.
1: Um the three that I know of that did it really well, obviously because one of them's getting a frickin' movie. Uh the Final Friday, oh, the oh, yeah,
2: Friday the Fridays, that's right.
1: Um and then I always forget about that. Poppy
2: playtime, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. I feel like that one's fallen off a little bit though, mostly because of the NFT stuff, I think.
1: Yeah. But it still did fairly well. Mm-hmm um and then there was a third one i don't remember um slender tubbies
2: oh yeah i my, my cousin was really into that for a while
1: yeah i, I remember slend slend slender tubbies were a massive thing I think it's
2: specific slendy tubbies
1: <laughs> I have. Um, <laughs> I even had a mod for Left 4 Dead 2 Where it turned the custom or the common infected into slended tubbies
2: Oh god, that's terrifying
1: <laughs> Not They're as free. terrifying it, Honestly, the most terrifying one that I had Was the Finance of Freddy's endoskeletons Oh, really? Yeah, because Especially when you're in the first level The fire in the oh, hotel yeah. You just see these endoskeletons just running from the fire. Yeah, I imagine that's, that's terrifying. It was terrifying! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, um, your uh, answer to the one that I asked about your inspiration was you kind of answered another one, which was, um, your reason for picking the Eldritch Horror
3: you, yeah. You
1: went over that. Um, yeah. Would you happen to have another v tuber in mind that kind of, um, either with your original design or with your current one that kind of inspired you to start v tubing?
2: Um, there is someone, but I'm not really on good terms with them anymore, so I don't really want to
1: talk wanna about give them. Light. Okay. Yeah. I I won't push further with that because, like I said, you mm-hmm. you're able to speak whatever <laughs> yeah um but yeah like um I don't really think I had an Oshi um no? I don't think I just started watching VTubers and then all of a sudden I was like hey I wanna do it <laughs> some people may yeah, I had, claim um... that I'm e- my Oshi is either Sana from Hololive oh yeah or crony but I don't really, really see crony. the resemblance. Like I do like I both of them. I don't them, see it myself. But personally, I think my cre- my character Ism. I think he's mm-hmm. more hundred percent original. Like yeah, the idea of being a VTuber was inspired by them, but my character is not at all inspired by mm-hmm. them. Like yeah, I, I don't I see resemblance at all. Like I I basically personified my um. Isom is more like a personification of my kind of outlook, uh, outsider outlook, like outsider looking in kind of thing that I experience a lot. Right, but also a personification of my fascination with space, because growing up I was that kid that had you know the thick nerd glasses with the telescopes and the 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 books on constellations. Like even now as an adult. It's like, I can look up into space if it's not, like, massively light polluted. And usually around this time, I can be like, oh, yeah, there's the sexton. Or, oh, yeah, there's the Orion or the Gemini. Like, I've gotten to the point where it's like, I can spot these with the naked eye. So it's like, I'm very involved or very, I I was going to say involved with space, but I'm not no uh grass I, uh meal
2: <laughs> another thing about my thing is like i'm actually like terrified of space like <laughs> just the idea of like uh, a big a big thing empty void like, it was pl- a planet like uh, a moon whatever it could just like suck you in and just like do whatever to you whatever is in, like in its atmosphere or whatever yeah even, like, if what? just, even if it's just like you from you hitting the ground that's terrifying and like, just being able to get sucked in and not doing about it.
1: How did I That's manage to convince reason. you to come onto the Asteria then?
2: Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's it's just more comfortable being inside a inside of a stable spaceship. Something, yeah, something like <laughs> that. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I'm it's still a lot more at...
2: comfortable than just being like out in space.
1: Yeah, I can I can attest to that. I, I kind of drifted for like. Over fifty thousand earth years, so I know mm-hmm.
2: that. Yeah.
1: Space is boring. <laughs> space is boring if you're just, you know, drifting alone.
2: I guess that's true. There is it is a lot of empty space in between like plants and stuff.
1: <laughs> I felt like Squidward from that one episode. The nothing. <laughs> nothing.
2: Exactly. Nothing. <laughs> Even the moon is pretty far from the Earth, even though it looks pretty close.
1: Yeah. So, one thing I like to say, think back on is that I managed to at least see a supermoon in my lifetime.
2: Oh, yeah? I think I might have seen it too
1: myself. Yeah, it was about when I was in fifth grade, I think. Um, I, was I can't a fifth... remember when it was I saw it. I think it might have been 20... Graduated twenty twenty.
0: Uh, when was fifth grade? Fifth grade. Yeah. He uh It's probably to twenty twelve.
2: 2012.
0: I
1: was probably in sixth grade at that point. Yeah, it was a uh, p- pretty big. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet. But it's like something that only happens like every 75 years. So there's a chance that I'm going to be able to see it again in my if I live that long.
2: Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, knowing the advancements we're making now, it might you might even live to see the next one after that
1: yeah with how science is exactly cryogenically freeze myself <laughs> just so you, you know can see the next one actually did that right
2: yeah they say that walt disney he did it
1: <laughs> well they cryogenically fred his uh froze his brain it was his, head. his head no it was his head no, wasn't it there like there was his entire a, head i remember there was one woman who was like a spokesperson for something and she, mm-hmm. like, instantly signed up for it. And I think she's cryogenically frozen now.
2: They got they just need to find a way to, like, unfreeze people like that without, like, destroying them, right?
1: Yeah, destroying their brain and stuff like that. Like, having, mm-hmm. trying to revive them after, like, so many years when their heart, one, would be super freaking weak from not doing that. You instantly... Um, not to mention being that cold causes your blood to constrict. So their mm-hmm. blood vessels would have definitely been at least deterior- deteriorated by like 50 years if that was a yeah, thing. Exactly. Not to mention if there was a massive system malfunction with all the tanks, guess what, oh, yeah. moves all of them. Like, have you seen, what was it, the movie Passenger?
2: I don't think so, no. With
1: Chris Pratt and Jolie, Angelina Jolie, I think? No, I haven't seen it. Basically, it's a ship in space that gets, um, uh, one of the pods, Chris Pratt's pod, ends up waking up, and they were trying to go to a new planet to colonize it, um, because Earth became inhabitable, and... Chris Pratt character went the entire like he basically was a menace because he was like, you know, streaking on cameras and and just going around the entire place naked and stuff. (laughs) And it was then he went to go check out the other bays, like the other pods. He came across Angelina Jolie was like, oh, she's kind of hot. Do I wake her up? No, no. So he wakes her up. And he basically faked it as a um, system malfunction. And then basically a whole bunch of other stuff happens. But yeah, like they were risked. Like um, there became a point where they kind of got stuck, struck by something or like some sort of system malfunction that risked like over a thousand people's lives. Oh, no. Like if that happens, guess what? You're losing all those people.
2: Oh, yeah. All because he wanted a pretty woman, huh?
1: Yeah, he basically turned the caveman brain. <laughs> pretty woman. Me want. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what zero bitches does to a woman, huh? Or what does it to a guy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't know if I'm actually allowed to swear on here, am I?
1: I've already sworn, like, many times.
2: <laughs> no, I wasn't paying attention if you did.
1: <laughs> Trust me, I have an Irish sailor's mouth, okay? I will say random shit Oh, it's, it's <laughs>
2: perfectly fine, then.
1: Yeah. I try
2: not to swear too much myself, but I do it when it's funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I grew up in a southern Irish family household. So I grew up with, you know, fucking out. (laughs) Oh,
3: yeah.
1: I remember the first time I got written up in school for swearing and my grandmother was like. And this is a problem. Why? (laughs) (laughs) And for coming from her, she was a strict lady. And Mm -hmm. for her to be like, oh, I'm picking you up from school for what? Oh, I called some idiot a a. And I called an I called an idiot a bastard, a fucking bastard. <laughs> and she goes, "Well, what is it? The truth?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a bastard, so I would know." <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I
1: love
2: that. it really isn't that big a deal. I don't I don't understand why why he te- why. why schools are like you can't say a word
1: it's like we're going to eventually say it regardless mm-hmm. it's kind of like laws if you put a law on it people are still going to do it whether you know about it or exactly. not like I remember being mm-hmm. in the bathroom like school bathrooms and you just hear kids like just saying because the echo in the bathrooms like ah! oh, so... <laughs> it's so bad or playing the penis game Oh, oh, I know!
2: I remember that. I remember that back <laughs> in school.
1: I remember at my my uh, pep rally, or pre- uh, pep rally right before graduation, the someone in the marching band was like doing something, and then there was like a cadence, like a drum cadence count off, it's like a, ta, ta, ta. and in the middle, of that one of the drummers just yelled. Pe-
3: <laughs> no, in
1: the middle of the cadence. <laughs> that's so bad. Just a tick, 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 tick.
3: Painless. <laughs> <Very nice.
1: laughs> <laughs> Just that's, that's a very fond memory. One of the very few that I have of high school. I hated high school.
2: Yeah, I don't really have that many crazy stories about high school. I I got up to some to some uh strange things, but no no really fun stories that much.
1: I mostly me- remember high school from the negative reasons. Mm-hmm. Like there was a few really good ones. Like I remember one time I had a bunch of, um in ninth grade. I was uh, my school decided to, my very first. Primester, um, at the school in ninth grade, they decided to put me and all of my friends in the same class. That was a right. fucking mistake.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they don't, was, they don't
1: realize it, but... It was my humanities class, kind of like social studies, and mm-hmm. it was, um, I think it was European or Western history, Western civilization, that's what it was. And, right, um... It was the end of a unit, and we were doing Jeopardy before the test. um, As, like, a review for the test. And my Mm -hmm. friends are all smartasses. They're all sarcastic, which is one of the reasons why I love them, because they they can take jokes really well. And they can dish them out really well. (laughs) And I learned this very easily from not only being friends with them, but from this interaction um there was a question that popped up and as soon as it popped up not even like a millisecond later one of my friends his hand shoots up and my other friend goes i'm gonna uh, change his name to um joseph for protection reasons he goes
2: privacy reasons yeah
1: and another friend goes holy shit joseph you actually know something <laughs> in the class no in front of everybody <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and the teacher the cool thing about this was the teacher was cool he was laughing along too he was just as much of a smart ass <laughs>
2: <laughs> i love that i, I also really love, love the- when the teachers aren't like completely they, they know how to take a joke.
1: I had a teacher that was almost on Ryan Reynolds' level of sarcasm. No way. Yeah. Um, IRL Me has two colors in my right eye. Um, I have partial heterochromia. Um, I'm naturally blue eyes, but I have a sliver of it that's, you know, brown. And the very first day of um, the class with him... It, uh, he was the type of guy that stood at the door and shook every student's hand as they came in. You know, you know, greeting him, like, he looked you dead in the eye, and he was like, uh, welcome to the class. And I got to him, he shook my hand, and he kind of, he was like, hey, welcome, wait. He looked really close, he started looking closer. He goes, is it me, or do you have a shit stain in your eye? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> 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 and that's what he for the rest of the trimester that I was in his class he called me skin mark which was it was embarrassing oh but it was also funny he, he picked on every so single funny. student like i remember one kid he goes he, every single time they would go back and forth about something he goes hey at least my my um at least my grade in school was fuller than your ha- hairline. <laughs> oh my god! And the kid was having a major, major hairline issue. <laughs> That's awful. But <laughs> yeah, but no one in that class was ever like snowflakes about anything. Like they, they. I remember one girl. She was. She would always respond to like he would call on her and be like, "Hey, what's the answer to this?" And she would go, "Oh." And every single time he, <laughs> he would go back with. I know. (laughs) He's mocking her about it like, I don't know. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) I love teachers like that. It it, it makes enjoying class, but again, I have a lot of bad memories from high school. Um, I I, I have a few. I have a few myself. I had an ex. This is what I was talking about with me going off topic a lot. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the thing with podcasts—you can just talk. talk. Yeah, sure. We have it's, reasons. It's nice to talk. Sure, we have topics, but we have um, mm. we—that's we, an outline. Um, but yeah, it was like um, I I had an ex right that um cheated on me, and the guy that they cheated on me with. This was like my so, uh junior year of high school. Um, the guy that she cheated on me with. Um, she told him that I had physically abused her, which hey, not true. I'm not an abuser. I don't believe in violence. I don't condone violence. Me, little fat teddy bear. Okay. <laughs> like yeah, I'm not I someone who. I'm not aggressive. Like, literally, I told my friends, like, when was the last time you ever saw me aggressive? And they're like, oh, I don't. recall. In the In the six plus years that I've known you, I've never seen you violent. Which then, not only did she start spreading that rumor around the school, which caused me to lose a lot of friends. Except for the ones that knew that I was not the person in this. Um, right. Right. Because in this entire altercation, I was the only one that Kent went out being injured. Um, oh, yeah, the, I the guy that she cheated on me with and told this decided to jump me in the boys' bathroom and stab me. Oh,
2: I, that's, that's so bad. Yeah. How do you so, just, like, let that happen? Not um, you, but, like, the the, the girl. How how she let something like that
1: happen? If... Because she wanted to be a petty person and be like, well, one, you already cheated on me, and you dumped me, so that they're there's that pain. You wanted to spread this rumor, and you just wanted someone to kick me while I was down. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's not okay. It's awful. Like, I don't mean to tell a sob story, but it's like... I have three scars from this where um, I was the only one that came out assaulted in this entire endeavor when you wanted to say that I assaulted you. No, I didn't. Like, I have a scar on my arm when I defend, try to defend myself, and I have a scar on my side.
2: And that's where you got stabbed, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's so bad. I hope that guy got in a lot of trouble. I hope the girl got in a lot of trouble.
1: The guy did, but of course um, she wanted to feign innocence. So, Mm -hmm. nothing happened Mm -hmm. to her. But the guy did get expelled because of bringing a weapon into the school.
2: Yeah, it's awful.
1: Yeah, just the fact that People seem to, like, I, I was fairly, not to say well-known in that school, but I, I at least had a positive reputation, and for them, for her to go around saying this shit like, oh, yeah, she he hit me, and then for them to believe it after knowing that I did a lot of good shit around the school, it's like, I'm not. Yeah, I, how do people believe that? I don't know. I guess because she was a lot more popular than I was, which is why um, I don't date people that I deem as "quote popular kid." <laughs> I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Little
3: yeah, it's...
2: it's so bad. I can't. I can't even imagine that situation.
1: Yeah, that that uh, that was probably the worst thing that came out of high school. The second worst thing was probably around the same time, about maybe two months after. Um, About another
2: thing that happened?
1: Yeah. Um, One of the aforementioned um, other projects that I've had in the past with streaming or, like, YouTube um, was... I had a YouTube channel that a teacher used as a form of public humiliation. No. Mm-hmm. No way. Um, we were doing a, a video project in there. We had to basically explain what the word epiphany means. So we had to create a project that it was like epiphany something. And mm-hmm. me and my friends, we decided to go the cringe route because you know me and body and f cringe and we decided <laughs> hey we're going to promote, be cringe after all we're going to promote a fake performance enhancement drug called the epiphany pill <laughs> and i thought it was funny and at the time i showed my face and I, I uploaded it to my main channel with the permission of the other friends that were in the video, and we, my, like, my uh, classmate, or my friend that I worked on this, <laughs> just turned that link into the turn-in portal, mm-hmm. and it decided to play one of my other videos, like, kind of autoplay, and oh, all no. the other people were like, oh, play it, play it, play it, play it and i was like please don't play it because i know that there are assholes in here that will make my life hell oh, and God, no. the teacher was like oh i guess i'll play it no and so let me set the scene the thumbnail was me playing oh i'm sorry about the dog, no, the dog. noise
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the thumbnail was me uh it was after halloween par- party and I had a lot of makeup running down my face. I guess my dog has a lot to say.
3: <laughs>
2: he wants to get in on the on the podcast.
1: Um yeah. Are you sure that's a dog? <laughs> It sounds, like it, sounds a freak, a it sounds like a freaking... This sounds like a skinwalker trying to impersonate a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the teacher... <laughs> I ended up, he ended up playing my video anyways. And, not, right? like... I worked really hard on my videos. Like, I was the only one editing. I was did all my graphic design work. So, I had an animated mm. intro that I worked freaking hour, Like, days to work on. And that played and my my um my intro was hey, hey guy um i have to redact a few things so i don't dox myself <laughs> that's fine hey guys blank here it was like a vlog about the um Halloween party and like all all that i got out was hey guys blank here and the whole you know that feeling of when you can tell when someone's laughing at you versus Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, major laughing at... That's awful. But that's not worse than what came from this entire thing. Um, This teacher I knew didn't like me, so they did not care. Um, This teacher, I've outed him out uh, a couple times in the class for having religious... Posters in the classroom, which in public schools is illegal, it's not allowed. And he basically took that as, "Oh, this blasphemer asshole kid is just trying to make me get rid of my religion in class." Which, hey, you're
3: supposed to. Hmm.
2: Freedom of religion also includes freedom from religion,
3: yes. which a lot of people
2: apparently don't know.
1: And I just, I just. And I I brought it up to him like twice. I was like, "Hey, you're you do realize that you're not supposed to have posters like this in classrooms?" He goes, "Showed up, whatever." And so, what followed from this entire thing was emails uh, containing death threats. No um, way. I was being stalked by classmates from my um my bus stop that I took my route to home Uh, when i started working i started getting stopped at work that's awful um i've been publicly harassed at school over it because apparently a bunch of other people started spreading my youtube around which then yeah like this i like i said i have a lot of very bad memories of high school Which is why, like, halfway through, I basically turned my brain on autopilot and was just, get done with this so I don't have to ever deal with it. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Which, I don't know if that was a good thing, because I I can't remember a lot from, like, what I was taught. Basically, I just just cruised through high school and was like, I don't have to deal with that again. Oh, uh, what, what what did I learn? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah, because I I I was not a fan of it.
2: Yeah, it like I said, I don't have that many stories for myself. Like high school wasn't that great, but nothing really special happened either way. Just kind of boring mostly.
1: Yeah. I wish there was a better way that they taught children that made it more engaging and stuff. Because the way exactly. they have it now, like all these different social classes of people obviously are not going to get along. Because mm-hmm. you get people like me, I come from a very poor family, so we couldn't really do much. And then you have these other kids the you have two two types of popular kids three you have the really nice ones that are really friendly with everybody for an un uh reason and then you have the people who are nice but they're two-faced mm-hmm. they're only nice to you because they expect something out of you and then there's the people that the popular people that are rude to everyone except for the people that they allow within their clique, and usually their clique is also other popular people. Which this is more relevant nowadays because there's the whole thing with Instagram likes and follows and stuff like that. Like that's the way I see it. That it's kind of categorized into three people with
3: popular kids.
2: Yeah, it's uh. It's really bad. Like I, I, I appreciate the teachers who try to try to make it better, but like even with what they're given to do it, they can't. They can't really do it. They no, can't do it can't. enough to where it makes everything better.
1: Like I fully believe that we need a whole new system overhaul mm-hmm. because it's just not working. We. I hate to bring it into this dark, this dark of a topic, but we have. Uh, suicide rates going through the roof with the students
2: mm-hmm.
1: because yeah, of how my, these my, schools my school
2: had like a whole wall dedicated
1: to it Um, I remember uh, I went to two high schools my first one actually had two people kill themselves on campus like one of them was in the school bathroom and the other one was in the gym locker mhm like, it's getting out of control. And it's people like, oh, oh word, you're just letting words hurt you. It's like, no, we're. Harassment. On I mean, yeah, level. but that
2: only works to like a certain level.
1: Like it, it, there, there, there's a point when harassment or um, just words turns into harassment.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, even if it is, it doesn't turn to harassment. There's only so much so, like one person can take before it gets to them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, even if you're like, you're, 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 like, if, you, if you've got tough skin, like, even like tough as steel, you will reach that point.
1: Yeah, like, it's like to the point where now, like, I started, like, on stream, it's like, I'm one of the people that kind of am victim to this as well, where it's like, I'm constantly finding myself that I've at times put on a, mask when i'm streaming of like hey i'm just this happy guy all the time cringe 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 and then at, at irl like i have a hard time expressing some emotion
3: yeah i'm um, the same way actually and
1: stuff like that because it's like well it's like irl who actually gives a shit <laughs> mm-hmm so I don't really find reason to give expression or emotion to a lot of the people around the IRL because it's like all my life with the troubles that I've had, it's like I don't really see the purpose of doing it anymore because it just never ended up in a positive manner.
2: Yeah, I see I know exactly what you mean.
1: Which I guess this is more of a talk. It would have been better to have that kind of talk during like men's mental awareness month. But I guess eh. Because um yeah, it's like high school affected me that much where like basically during when I like I said, when I put my, that autopilot on in my brain, it kinda just created this seal around my heart this metaphor- metaphorical seal around like my heart and emotions like I basically just became that stone faced like not really talking much to people because I I certainly enjoy doing this I enjoy streaming I enjoy content creation But whenever something like that happened like it just ruined it I got burnt out and I I deleted, uh, probably that same week I deleted my YouTube channel.
2: Oh, wow. It's so messed up. You could have done something really good with it,
1: too. Yeah, every time... The hard part was, every time that I would bring up a video about it, I would have this one kid always be like, Oh, well, you should just move on. that, that, That was in the past, and stuff like that. I'm like stuff in the past can still affect you in the future it's called PTSD mm-hmm. like I had yeah, death threats exactly. and I was stalked like I can't just move over this like it's gotten like it, it it got me to the point where I was constantly feeling like I was being watched like how can I just move on from that
3: mm-hmm.
1: like PTSD is a very hard thing it really is. All right. <laughs> that was a little bit uh, wiffy off topic.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: So, um, I think so. We can move on from the interview. I'm sorry that it was just a couple questions, but I, I ended up Fine. going on a tangent and taking a lot of time.
2: It was, an, it was an interesting talk, it's fine
1: And <laughs> um, so This next segment Is um, Horror characters uh, Fight club Basically We're going to put some horror characters Whether it's like film Books Or um, we can even include SCP. Um, we're going to Pit them against each other And we're going to talk about, like, um, assess the different abilities and or, like, strengths and weaknesses of each side. And determine if we can agree on who would be a winner Mm -hmm. if they were to have a battle. So, is there two that you can think of that you would want to try and put first?
2: Um... Can we do Freddy Fazbear versus uh, uh, Jason Voorhees? Mm, <laughs>
1: I don't know how about that one. <laughs>
3: Let's
1: see. No, I, feel, deranged, I feel like. A deranged killer with a machete. Versus
2: an animatronic bear. <laughs>
1: a haunted animatronic bear. Yeah, true. Hmm. That one, honestly, I have no idea Freddy is just an animatronic bear that moves, sings, and occasionally bites people
2: I don't think it was Freddy that bit anyone, but I mean, on his, on on his
1: original design, I remember seeing something There's a handprint on his face Oh, that's true, huh? Wait, let
2: me I think that was Golden Freddy
1: See, I would, I think a more interesting matchup.
2: No, you're right. It, it was, it was Freddie.
1: I think an a, a more interesting matchup if it was from Fazbear would probably be um. What, what, what is it? Elliot, the from sister location, the um, the the collaboration the of Elliot? everybody.
2: Oh, that's entered.
1: Entered. I think Ennard Mm -hmm. would be more interesting to put against Jason or um, Springtrap.
2: I was, I was thinking Springtrap, but I just thought Freddy would be funnier.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just seeing, because let's say Freddy Bear bites Jason. Mm -hmm. Jason's already a revenant,
3: Mm
1: -hmm. a revenant that doesn't feel pain.
2: I feel like Freddy would be better though, cause cause Springtrap is still like just a guy wearing a suit. No, not just a guy, but like a, a decomposed guy too. So he, he can't be that strong.
0: I guess so, but it's like even after,
1: like like say hey he um uh, Jason, for he's he scrapes a couple times unless. Unless the endoskeleton is made out of, like, military-grade titanium, I think, the, after a couple swings, the endoskeleton's going. I
2: have to say, it would be pretty easy to fight the animatronics, because, like, no matter how strong they are, they're still, like, robots, and they're they're going to be very stiff. So, like, I... if you knock them over, they're just going to, like, stay there.
1: Like, it's impossible to kill Jason. Mm-hmm. And this was proven because not only did he, quote, die, his spirit lingered and basically possessed other people and made them killers.
2: Didn't he literally, like, come back from hell?
1: Yeah. He came back from space, he came back from hell. Everyone likes to forget about Jason X.
2: Mhm. I I did forget about that actually.
1: I still remember the scene where the poor poor lady walks in on him and he dunks her face into the nitrogen. <laughs> and freezes her face and just smashes her head on the side of the sink. Oh, and God. Just...
2: I need to watch that movie again. I haven't watched that since I was like a, a little a little homunculus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it, it was definitely interesting because, of like, a serial killer in space. Now, here are mm-hmm. two that I would want to see because I don't know how it would ha- go. Um, do you know of the thing? I do actually. What if they were pit against a xenomorph? Ooh, because. Obviously, the thing is capable of shapeshifting.
2: Would it is is the thing like capable of killing a xenomorph like without like transforming to something else?
1: Because hmm. I think
2: it does. It does need to kill something to take over like its form, right? I
1: think I think it kind of has that like slime ability where it it would have to consume it in order to mimic it. Yeah, exactly. Let me, see. Um, let me look this up. Actually, you're gonna go. Uh black for a second
2: no problem so in that case it would have to like it would have to eat something that can kill a xenomorph at that point wouldn't it does the thing
1: have in which
2: case it's only as strong as the things that it eats
1: it's victim order to shape shift
2: because i never watched the movie but i'm pretty sure that Anyone that's transformed to is dead at that point, right?
1: Before a thing can create an imitation or shapeshift into one, it must first assimilate an organism, which it can do it in two ways.
2: Yeah, in that case, it has to consume it, right?
1: Um, either by attacking and consuming the target. Alternatively, the thing can create an imitation by simply injuring or infecting the organism. So So it doesn't have to eat it. If it's it's able to, I don't know, um, like able to swipe it, draw a little blood. Mm -hmm. Which honestly, I don't know how well that would go because um, aliens have acidic blood, don't they? That's true. I I
2: haven't watched the movie, but I feel like they would have used acid on it at some point, right?
1: I believe it does have acidic blood. Yeah, I know the Xenomorph does. Unless I'm thinking of the movie Planet 51, with the dog, with the acidic um, saliva. No, the
2: the Xenomorph definitely has acidic blood. I remember that from the movies. But I'm wondering if in the in the thing, if they used acid to like damage it or something. Cause I never watched the movie.
1: Uh, let's see, how did they kill the thing? Well,
2: I think the, I think in the movie, the point of the ending is what from what I heard the point is that you don't know if it's dead or it's
1: not. It's an it's an Im- yeah it's an ambiguous ending. So there's no confirmed mm-hmm. on whether it's or not it's dead. Yeah. Um, do you think that we can put a quick little uh, pause in this? I do have to go use the restroom.
2: No problem. I'll get go get like a sandwich or something while we wait.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go put us on to be right back. We will be right back, guys. This is the first be right back in all of Stellar Talks. (laughs)
2: No way. (laughs) This
1: just randomly happened.
2: Many first times this 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 Stellar Talks, huh? my chips by the way.
1: We are back. <laughs> back. Um I was just telling the She uh Shiva how the I was waiting here for them to come back and when they left their model was kind of in a, a state just looking at me just kinda like
3: <laughs>
1: But the there was like a breathing Idle breathing animation. So it was kind of looking like, yeah, like it like... <sighs> was trying, like deciding <laughs> whether or not to eat me.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm still deciding.
1: Um, so we were on Thing and Xenomorph,
2: right? I feel like. I feel like if it did sweat even if the it, xenomorph, it would it would still take damage from that.
1: Because if you think about it, it's already killed a human. It could it can um, imitate a human, but it could also produce weapons and spikes from its body. Mm-hmm. So say because you know xenomorphs like to eat their prey, right? Say it faints like. Being dead, it pulls like from the scene of um, when they try to give the body CPR. The mm. the chest cavity opens up to reveal these teeth, and clamps down. Was that what that's from? Yeah, there was there's a scene where they one of the survivors, or what they thought they had him on a operating table, and they went to go give him CPR. And they go to press down, and the, and the chest cavity opens up, and basically, literally, rips off the arms of the guy giving the CPR. So that could also be one of the tactics that it uses.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like, as a, I feel like it's a creature that operates mostly on instinct, right? Yeah. So I feel like if it realizes it can't, like, eat. The xenomorph, because of the acidic blood, it might just like stop trying entirely and just try to run away.
1: That's also something that I didn't Mm -hmm. consider. And also, if you think about it,
2: uh, if an animal realizes it can't eat something,
1: xenomorphs are also a hive mind. They're they're connected Mm -hmm. to the queen, so they may also be pack hunters.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: So if it's multiple, then yeah, the thing stands no chance.
2: Exactly.
1: So I think the Xenomorphs would win in that bout.
2: Yeah, I think so too. Either through forfeit or, or just like actually killing it, eating it.
1: Which honestly, if they kill it and eat it, then that possibly could give... The thing, an advantage, because I don't know if you, I don't know if so? it's kind of like a slime, act, like effect where if you split a slime or if you use a sharp object on a slime, it creates two slimes. Mm-hmm. So if that you could work, cut, I, you I was thinking. If it,
2: if it gets eaten, it could just like be inside the xenomorph and then use that as a as a, as a way to like
1: Consume assimilate it. it. Mm-hmm. Or it can try and tear it apart from the inside out Mm -hmm. because with its imitation it's able to control its matter and shift its size so say it eats the thing the thing clings to the wall of the stomach or in the esophagus and then it just I feel like it wouldn't be
2: able to like I don't think it'd be able to like explode it or anything because then the acid's still gonna get all over the all over the thing even worse than just like slashing it but if it could like choke it by like sitting inside its esophagus that could work
1: true i guess that is a way it could win i think this is more of a it's kind of a hard time it's i think this one might be a stalemate it
2: really is depends on like whether the acid actually hurts it or not honestly
1: yeah because there's no true way to knowing Mm-hmm. Un- unless they decide to make that movie. <laughs> then mm-hmm. we would know. That actually um, would be really cool. What about. Um.
0: Let's see. Um, Jason
1: Voorhees versus, let's just say shy guy.
2: Shy guy. The, the there's no way that Jason wins because I think that I think I think the shy guy is invincible, isn't he?
1: I believe so. Like
2: he, he, like, no matter what the circumstances are, he always finds a way to get to his prey.
1: Yeah, but also. Jason, I think that would be another stalemate, honestly. Because Jason mm-hmm. is able to come back from hell, come back from the dead, even if he's ripped apart. Because, literally, he, mm-hmm. when he was killed, he was literally blown to pieces. Right. And, and he, he still, still came still, back. Yeah.
2: I think that would be another stalemate, because the Shy Guy, I think I've seen like videos of people made where they put the, the statue guy... Along with the shy guy, and even having his neps- neck snapped and everything, he'd still, like, wake up and try to destroy the statue again.
1: Yeah. I guess that's a hard one. Hello, Feds. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh my god, hi, Um, also, in chat, if you guys have any other matchups that you would like us to debate... Um, feel free to put them up. We're putting horror characters against each other.
2: What about? I think another good one would be The Thing versus Pennywise.
1: Oh yeah, that would be a really good one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: See, I've never seen it, so I don't fully know what Pennywise's abilities are.
2: He can he can essentially just change into anything he wants, just the f- the anything that can scare something. He mostly goes after children, because they're the easiest to scare. Okay. And also, the reason he scares them is specifically because it makes them taste better when he eats them.
1: Hmm. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the hard part, though, because I think, because... Pennywise is able to be killed, correct? Temporarily. Temporarily. So Mm -hmm. I don't think that the thing would have. I think I honestly think that this might be another stalemate because we don't know. Anyways,
2: can transform into anything really.
1: Yes, as long as it scares its prey. However, I think
2: even if it doesn't scare his prey, because he he does transform into like scary things, and by the end of the movie, the kids aren't scared of any scared of him anymore, no matter what he transforms into.
1: Okay. So I think I mean I, I think Pennywise might could the take it in that if that's the case because because like if huh? he they both can, so the to can
2: transform to anything well, and if the thing was able to like damage him which he can damage him it can damage him he'd be able to get those abilities wouldn't he wouldn't it
1: I think so but still again with the instinct I think if it got to a point where he realizes that Pennywise can't be killed outright. Like, he'll mm-hmm. always end up coming back.
2: Because he's like a like cosmic, eldritch abomination thing.
1: Yeah. So I don't really mm-hmm. know how that would go about. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of hard to measure with that one.
2: I like how every single one we've done so far, is, aside from like the Freddy Fazbear one, has been like a stalemate because we can't figure out which ones yeah, are based powerful. On,
1: based on ability, because like, also mortality, because we don't know how morta- like, how easily killed the thing is. We don't even know if he's dead to begin with at the end of the movie. Have
2: you ever played Dead by Daylight? I have not. I see. I was thinking we could use some of the, um, the creatures that show up in that game, but I guess we could do the stuff that's clad with. What about, um, let's see. I'm going to actually look at their roster because they have a lot of good horror movie enemies in, in that game. Let's see, we got...
0: I want to say Nemesis from Resident Evil 3 versus... Ooh, Let's what say what Ash?
2: Ash Williams? Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know what? Ash Williams
0: versus Nemesis, that'd go hard. Um...
2: I haven't watched the, the um, Evil Dead, but I know he's very resourceful and he will, he does find a way to, like, prevail.
3: Let's
0: see.
2: It's up with Nemesis, though, because he does start out as just, like, just, like, a really big guy. But as he, like, takes damage, he does, like, transform into bigger and bigger monsters. I feel like at his final form, Ash would probably have a really hard time killing him, unless he had like he got like re- like Resident Evil protagonist lucky with like a big explosive
1: weapon. Yeah, I mean, if he's if he was able to fix a chainsaw to his hand, mm-hmm. I think he would be able, he would know how to make explosives. That's true.
2: I think if we're just going with, like, base-form nemesis, because he's basically unkillable, unless you can, like, c- completely destroy him. If we're going with base-form nemesis, I think, I think Ash could probably do it.
3: hmm
2: As long as his reflexes are quick, because he can probably, like, chop up his tentacles whenever he tries to, like, infect him. And a punch is not going to do anything against a chainsaw.
1: Who do you think would be able to take Chucky? Because I don't think Chucky would be necessarily hard to beat.
2: I think anyone could take Chucky.
1: Because basically, it's just how many times can you punt the little fucker? <laughs> <laughs> Every time it tries to run up on you, just.
2: I think the only time he's able to, to actually kill someone is like from surprise, right? Yeah. Like even if, the, if even if he's like standing before them before they even like like even <laughs> when they notice him. He's still able to kill them just because they get the shock of like seeing a talking doll
1: okay um Freddy Krueger versus Freddy Krueger is a hard one because he also lives within the dream dimension so he's able to traverse mm-hmm. in and out of the dream dimension if
2: you can kill him in a
1: dream does he die I think if you kill him in the dream dimension that gets rid of his soul Unless that's.
3: He's small. also in Dead
2: by Daylight. um, Let's go with.
1: Because he emerges from the dream dimension. So I, I'm, I'm assuming that that's the form that needs to be killed in order for it to. Yes.
2: <laughs> Pyramid Had versus Freddy Krueger. Because they both uh, heavily are related to like dreams and like this the mind, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Pyramid Head from like si- uh Silent Hill? Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: I wanna say that Freddy Kruger could probably kill Pyramid Head just because he's really slow. But if 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 the Pyramid Head's able to get one good sli- slash on him with his with his great knife, he can probably probably get him.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: This is all down to, like, who's more agile, I guess.
1: Um. Well, obviously, it's going to be Freddy Krueger.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he just guys like, little claws. He can move as fast as he wants. Pyramid head is heavily restricted by by the weight of his knife. And, and also, I guess the pyramid on his head, too.
1: If he's able to also get into the head of Pyramid Head? Because he's I don't think to... he'd be able to do that, honestly. Because able... he's, able he's to only do... a um, He's able to do a lot of random shit if he's able to well, get Pyramid into Pyramid head.
2: head. Pyramid Head is like a, a psychological projection of whoever's doing him. So he's He's a psychic projection himself, so I don't think he'd be able to like have his mind messed with if he's someone else's <laughs> mind. In fact, and for that matter,
1: if that's the
2: case, mm-hmm. like if anything, he'd be messing with with Freddy Krueger's mind.
1: Yeah, because I was gonna say that he's able to do some really weird kills, like the mm-hmm. blood geyser. Yeah, or um, the you like using blood as a like puppet strings if you remember mm-hmm. that scene
2: i haven't i have actually watched any of the nightmare on elm street uh movies
1: um because then um say he's able to get into the head and he's able to do all these other like things like um which that scene that i'm talking about with like the puppet strings um, it was actually um, referenced in a recent Mortal Kombat fatality mm-hmm. uh, with Kenshi
2: from Mortal Kombat X. I should look that up right now. Now that you're mentioning it, Freddy Krueger uh, fatality.
1: No, if you if you do that, you're gonna get the uh, Mortal Kombat Nine Freddy Krueger because he was in Mortal Kombat Nine. If you look at um, Look it up, Mortal Kombat X, Kenshi, Puppet Strings, Fatality. I can probably send you the link. Oh, wait, is this...
0: Are you frozen? Oh, I think I think their Discord just died.
1: Yeah. I, I I sent you the
2: fatality. Okay, am I back?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm. Okay, I'm watching it now. Oh my god. I'm
1: sorry that I'm yawning a lot, folks.
2: <laughs> Me too, actually. I'm yawning a lot. That's something that Freddy Krueger does in the movie?
0: something close to it. Um, let me
1: see. Mm. Freddy
0: Krueger puppet scene. Oh, I want that to autoplay. I just sent it to you. Let's see. Puppet scene. Oh, that's gross.
1: <laughs> so he, if, if it was a physical body, I believe that Freddy would be able to do something like that. But if it's just a psychological projection.
2: Well, I- technically he has a physical body, but like it's physical to- it would be physical to Freddy.
0: Because then, then, yeah, in it,
2: Silent it, Hill, basically made into like monstrous physical forms.
1: So yeah, then they, they would go straight to um, Pyramid Head in that fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is this is so gross. <laughs> But you, you see why? Where like, um, you saw the fatality, right?
2: Yeah, I saw the fatality. I'm watching the um, the puppet scene right now.
1: Yeah, where it was inspired by it. Mm-hmm. you hmm Yeah, see where... I can
2: see how I was inspired. This is so gross. I hate this. I need to watch
1: these movies. <laughs> Yo, uh, horror movie watch party on your server? Question That'd mark. That'd be
2: actually really good. I did do a few back in the day, but I've been mostly been doing, like, uh, Ryan Gosling films lately.
1: If you like um, Final Destination.
2: Oh, yeah, I've, I watched those a, a bit when I was younger. Way too young to be watching them, in fact.
1: Was there ever a scene that made you terrified of doing something?
2: Uh, I think it was the, one of the roller coaster scenes.
1: Mine was the pool scene. Oh, yeah, I remember that. i I think that might be
2: a real thing that can happen right
1: i guess um but i was a major swimming kid like i swam a lot growing up and i saw that that scene and they terrified the crap out of me out of because i was i was that kid i would sit not on the Mm -hmm. filter but i was a kid that would go to the bottom of the deep end and just sit on the floor of the pool
2: Oh, God. Yeah, I do that, too, sometimes, actually. Like, even now.
1: Um, And (laughs) let's just say I stopped doing that after seeing that scene. (laughs) Yeah, I imagine.
2: Yeah, the the roller coaster stuff always terrified me.
1: Do you drive? I don't drive. Okay, if you're in the passenger of a seat... uh, In the passenger of someone driving... And you see a logging truck in front of you, and they do not... That's another one. it's another not one change lanes. What do you do?
2: I don't do anything because I feel like I'm crazy, but <laughs> but I get very anxious.
1: Every single time that I... It's either
2: bricks or, or logs. I get really anxious because I, I've it... seen the video of the person driving, and then the brick flies in. You can, you can hear it hit someone's head, yeah. and they just like... Yeah. And they're just like screaming and crying about it. I I can't,
1: I cannot. Yeah, that that like e- either as a driver or passenger, even my uncle does this where we don't drive behind logging trucks. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> PSA, you you would always tell who's too young to have seen that. <laughs>
3: Like with yeah, at least you drivers,
1: I saw one that was driving almost like almost um tailgating the fucker. And I'm like, you're I not, would never You're not gonna wanna do that. The final destination <laughs> has taught me otherwise. Exactly. Um let's see. Uh, Michael Myers. Who do you think well obviously it would be either Michael Myers. Me. Oh, here's an interesting lineup.
2: I don't want to do like um like like one of the famous slashes because they they're basically all immortal. I want to have someone who can actually like fight him and have one of them die.
1: Here's two. Here's a lineup: Jack Torrance from The Shining. Oh oh, uh, he's
2: he's the he's the fellow who goes. Here's Johnny, right? Yep. Versus right,
1: right. Hannibal Lecter. Mm
2: I haven't watched either movie in like ages. So I don't I don't know what Hannibal's is capable of.
1: Basically, he lures people. They're, and they're eats both. Them.
2: They're both just like normal guys, right? Yeah, they're both, both mortal. Like quote unquote normal.
1: <laughs> By normal, I mean I'm assuming you mean mortals. Yeah. Which in fact like they, they are.
2: They can't. Like they uh, don't have supernatural abilities or anything. No. Okay. Um. What, what is, what is Hannibal's, uh, iconic, iconic weapon?
1: A knife, I think.
2: I would say, I would say Jack Torrance, just cause I feel like, uh, an axe has better range than a
1: knife. And also, Jack Torrance has a killer's instinct, whereas Hannibal oh, yeah. Lecter, he has to manipulate people in order to get them in a way to kill, like, cause he kills and eats them.
3: Mhm
2: um he's more of a sociopath than a psychopath right
1: yeah and jack torrance is a psychopath
3: mm-hmm.
2: i would say jack torrance then especially because to me it sounds like Hannibal's more like he he's a stealth killer more than like an actual like fighting chasing after people kind of
1: killer yeah who do you think would be able to take on leatherface
2: leatherface that's um that's bubba right
1: I think so. From Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre.
2: Yeah. Um. I think it'd be really funny to see him go against Ash Williams with both having shot or not shotguns. Um. Uh. <laughs> chainsaws. Uh. What do they call chainsaws? Yeah.
1: Um. Well, Leatherface also doesn't just have chainsaws. He has meat hooks. He has. Um. Well, that's
2: that's his iconic weapon. So we're just, I, mean, I feel like we're assuming that's what he's using, right? Mhm. Mhm. Because everyone knows him for the chainsaw.
1: I mean, it's the title of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um. How about Jigsaw? I mean, if anything, Jigsaw is more likely to. Oh, he's dead again. Uh,
1: uh. we must wait for them to come back what did I join into oh we are just talking about uh, movie horror uh, horror movie characters but um, Sheva's uh, discord died again <laughs> welcome doc and what up doc Jigsaw vs Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. It's
3: a good match.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay. Hello. They're back. I don't know what happened because
2: I keep I keep hearing you like like you saying that uh, they're gone, but I'm like I'm right here. I can I can hear
1: you. I can hear everything you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it might honestly be from my side.
2: No, it was definitely from from mine because I disconnected just now. Um. Jigsaw versus McAllister—that's that's such a good match. <laughs> Would Kevin be able to get out of the traps? I could i know he can make good traps, but he can But can he get out of them?
1: I don't know.
2: Um, it, it—I guess it depends on who's making who's who's in the in the traps. If this is like before he's put into like into the situation, then it depends on how much time Kevin has to set up all his all his uh traps so that the guy can't get to him.
1: Hmm. Did you ever see the um the commercial or ad or whatever or the video with Shaq and Doctor Phil? I don't think so now. It's a, stupid fun, it's a stupid one where they're chained, and he's like, Shaq's like, dude, you're gonna have to saw your leg. You're gonna have to man up and saw your leg. And he <laughs> goes, he, he's like, okay, mom, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. He pulls his leg up, <laughs> and he's like, and, and Shaq's like, uh, dude, uh, you messed up. He goes, why? I didn't what you said. Wrong leg. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: That sounds so familiar though. Let
1: me, let me see if I can find it. Uh Dr. Oh, here's
2: a good one actually. I'm 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 thinking Dr. Annabelle versus Chucky.
1: Bill
0: and Shaq scary movie. Let the oh, game Scary Movie g- 4. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't think I watched that one. I think I watched, like, 3. I think I, like, watched 1 through 3. <laughs> I had no no idea Dr. Phil was in this movie.
1: <laughs> it's a great clip. <laughs> it's a great clip. I highly recommend it. <laughs>
2: I definitely need to watch this.
1: Alright. Do we want to um, move into our topic? Sure. We can do that. Since we're having trouble hitting these matches. So yeah. The topic for today's episode is overused uh, horror movie tropes and when i brought this topic to you you said oh yes i have a lot of opinions yeah, on yeah I, I love that <laughs> so what in your opinion is the most overused uh horror movie trope
2: i wouldn't say it's a horror movie trope but like a horror trope in general when it comes to eldritch horror i feel like tentacles are way overused not every not every eldritch abomination needs to have tentacles and i don't understand why every single one has them
1: yeah that that se- does seem to be a lot like you're an eldritch horror whar- now do you have tentacles
2: i thought about it honestly a lot what? of people are saying they they want me to have them but i'm like i don't know i feel like that's way overused
1: yeah um uh, I can't think of any that have it. Probably because I'm not very versed on Eldritch Horrors. Mm-hmm. But... I... Hmm. I do see... One of my,
2: you, uh, one of my favorite uh, media that's very Eldritch Horror, I like it specifically because there's not a single tentacle in the entire game. It's actually... It's called Signalis. It's very heavy on the Eldritch Horror, and you you don't see any tentacles in the entire game. Hmm. I think it's done very well.
1: Yeah, and then there's also, um, in my opinion, the one... Um, the trope where... I see it a lot more often, where the victims always escape. Where they always escape? Yeah, there's a lot of them where so, the hor- the the survivors they always manage to escape. I see.
2: So you're 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 looking for something more like where the where the the survivors <laughs> none of them make it out at all.
1: Yeah, that's where, something you want to see more where, of. Where basically the horror entity in question is comes out on top because we don't see that often.
2: That's actually you've actually got a good point. Um, I actually do I do like that idea
1: The only one Like The only one that I can think of Where the Horror entity in top, um, Comes on top Is actually from a very mediocre movie um, Dead Silence About the puppets
2: That sounds familiar
1: Let me look it up Basically it's the spirit of a dead Venture And she If you see her and you scream, she rips out your tongue.
2: I think I've I think I've definitely I haven't watched it, but I definitely know about it.
1: Um because at the very end, spoiler, sorry. Um basically he thinks that he ra- eradicated it of this of the story uh, of the spirit, but comes to find out that his dad's new young new apparently younger Wife Is actually the spirit Because Mm -hmm. You find out that His dad The entire time Has been uh, Used like a puppet Puppet Literally The entire back Is carved out Like you can see Wow Like Controlling the mouth And the head From a stick No And he goes And the next scene He's dead I should watch that. That sounds like a really good plot. It is until you watch the whole movie and you're like, well, why the fuck (laughs) did he do all this shit when it didn't matter?
2: (laughs) That's so funny, though. I I need to watch it. Yeah. Let's see. think, Think of another one. I think there's way too much sex in horror movies.
1: <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm gonna, uh, yeah. The first thing I'm gonna do if I'm ever chased by a serial killer is just pop a fear boner. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: not even that. Like, like, just like, there's no reason that you have to have like, like, people having sex like right before the killer starts killing people. Even whether it's before or after, whether they know it's there or not, I, I there's no reason for it.
1: Another trope that I want to see more often is where the killer goes by sense. By and sense. So I'm talking like um, a quiet place where the, oh, ki- like, the, like, the like... monsters are, they track based off a of hearing sound. Mm-hmm. So they're being very careful on how much noise they make.
2: Right. Yeah, that's a good one too. Either smells or 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 hearing.
1: Yeah, like the I can smell you.
2: <laughs> I feel like there's a there's a big horror movie that has um that has a a monster that tracks by by scent, but I can't remember what it was.
1: Because there was one where they um tracked through infrared, and that was Predator.
2: Yeah, that's what I was just thinking of.
1: Um, another horror movie trope that I believe is always used is it always has to be a physical death. What like, do you mean? Like, like the killer, or like in the sense of jigsaw, it's always a physical contraption or weapon that ends up killing somebody.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like the slasher thing um like in jigsaw the head cradle oh right the party hat or um stuff like that like you don't see a lot of people that end up just brain dead from their encounter mm-hmm. like the only person in any cinema that I know Oh you're talking can... like
2: having them end up being like in a in a vegetable state right
1: yeah the only thing that I can think of in any film where this kind of takes place is um, Ghost Rider with his penance stare. Oh, that's true. Like, Does
2: that count? Of, I guess it kind of counts as a horror movie, doesn't it?
1: No, it's Marvel. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, but I feel like I feel like the subject matter makes it like almost almost horror, like kind of like horror in the way that Devil May Cry is technically a horror game.
1: Nah, I wouldn't say, because he turn- he's an anti-hero.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, like, he sign- makes a deal with the devil, sells his soul to become a bounty hunter. And the stare Penister- because it's not him, it's the spirit of vengeance. I forget what the name is. I think it's, like, Sigmund? Or something like... It's Sig something. Um the spirit of vengeance right and it's spirit of vengeance that's doing the penance there so it it's not really a horror movie it's just an aspect of the uh, abilities that this now anti-hero has but that's the right. only thing that i can compare what i'm asking for for horror movies like say that they're
2: <clears throat> does in the ring do the people like actually die or they just like go brain dead? Because I feel like if I recall correctly they just kind of go brain dead whenever the the thing catches up with them.
0: Like the Like Spirit after from the... the
1: TV. Yeah. I guess that's similar because I guess I don't know if it's that they fed on the soul like, extract the soul from the body, leaving them a fullest husk.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't know if that classifies
0: as brain-dead. Um, what if- what if there was a movie- a, uh, a horror movie about a
1: parasite?
2: A movie about a parasite? I feel like there's been a few of those.
1: Like, I'm not talking, like, chest burster. It's, like, a parasite that lives mm-hmm. in a body and it continues to spread.
2: Like, the best I can think of is, like, Resident Evil. Because I know that they have parasites in those that, like, take over the, the brain and then spread through that.
1: Well, no, um, I was more so thinking, like, parasite that ends up um, just consuming the body... And mm. basically ends up uh, turning them brain dead because it basically eats the brain, unless that's too physical. Like,
2: I mean, I guess te- technically that would be physical because if the
0: the actual brain is being like damaged physically, I would count that as physical physical death. Yeah, I tried to look it up, but I couldn't find anything about uh about like
2: how the people die in the ring.
1: Um, I guess that would be really hard to do.
2: Mm hmm. I think it's definitely an interesting concept, though.
1: What if it was like a Soul Eater horror movie? Because that wouldn't be I physical.
2: Like... Yeah. It definitely should be something.
1: Um, what about, um,. What's another trope that you have a gripe about?
2: I just had it in my mind and I totally forgot about what it was.
1: <laughs> was it spurred from what I said or was it completely separate? I think
2: it had something to do with what you said. I'll try to remember what it was.
1: Um, Let's see. I was talking about spiritual, soul, death, brain dead, vegetative state. I'm trying to help jog your memory.
2: <laughs> I can't remember. Maybe if you keep if you go on to another one I'll I'll remember it.
1: Um cuz one of them that I have is that they all seem to have um some sort of like um sociopathic or like some sort of stuff like that. Like what if we had a, a killer Mm-hmm. that basically just killed for the fun of it. That'd like, be Chucky, wouldn't
2: it? He he, he killed just because, like, it's fun, right?
1: I guess. But what if they more so tra- treated it like a game? Well, so Jigsaw? No, Um. <laughs> there was a sh- book I remember uh, reading in high school called The Most Dangerous Game. And it's about the sailor who ends up um, basically, his he gets shipwrecked on an island. The island has a guy there, and basically, mm-hmm. he he helps. You know, feed him, nourish him, but he's like, yeah, yeah, the hunt is about to begin in X amount of days. Oh yeah, I like to hunt. Uh, no, you're my prey. Oh. Uh. Yeah, because I, like I, a, I I I was trying to figure out what I've hunted so many things on this planet, but the most dangerous game is humans because they're able to outsmart people. So if you can try and see. if you can survive a week before I am able to hunt you, then I'll give you pa- safe passage off the island. But if I am able to keep kill you. I get to keep put you on my trophy wall. So what if there was a horror movie about that kind of aspect?
2: I like that actually. They should they should make actually make that into a movie. You can't think of anything that else that's kind of like that though.
1: Yeah, like um like what if it was like Instead of that, because he was treating it like, oh, I'm going to get a new trophy from my collection. What if it was more so like kind of joker, maniacal? Like, he was Mm -hmm. just killing because of my soul. Like, not in the same way that Chucky did, because Chucky was a possessed doll. Like, what if this was a You know what? It's actually
2: funny that you mentioned that, because that actually reminded me of something that I wanted to see. (laughs) So I want to see more where the 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 killer isn't the villain, where he's the main person that you follow, oh, I think that'd be really interesting to see, which also leads into the whole like the whole uh, thing you said earlier, where you want to see the the killer prevail more often
1: so a horror a horror movie from the killers perspective. yeah from the, from the pr- perspective of the killer, yeah that's interesting. Because, mm-hmm. um, you always get, like, the, I guess I thought of one more where the horror, the villain kind of prevails, I guess. He does and he doesn't.
3: hmm
1: Um, and that's the human centipede.
2: Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. i It's something I really need to watch.
1: Because, it, it, like, they've done the procedure, they have three people connected to each other, ass to mouth, and, mm-hmm. basically, um, he, it's the the one girl that plays, have you seen that 70s show?
2: I've heard of it. One, uh, I watched it a little bit, but not enough to like know any of the characters or like what goes on in
1: it. The character that plays Ashton Kutcher's girlfriend and a big chunk of it, I don't, I don't remember her uh, name. She's in the movie, mm-hmm. and um, they did. So she was in the middle of the of the centipede, right? and so the guy the doctor basically he ends up drowning getting shot and drowns in his pool from the police the guy in the front of the centipede he ends up breaking a plate breaking the plate and he kills himself by cutting himself with the plate and the end of the the centipede, which is the character's friend, she ends up dying because of um, probably malnourishment or um, dysentery. Um, and the, she's the one in the middle. She's just kind of stuck because she's like, I'm still alive, but now I can't move anywhere because I'm going to either tear from these people and kill myself with it. So you don't ever know Mm. if she truly recovers. So it's kind of interesting.
2: Such a good concept. I really do need to watch this. Now that you've reminded me, I'm going to put this on my list of of movies to watch. Probably in my server, even.
1: It is very gross at times. I imagine. Because... I think the only funny part about it is the the first guy is an uh, Asian guy and he speaks no jap no English. So oh there no. comes a part where they're in the middle of a field, right? And they're in the backyard of this mansion, <laughs> and he goes in uh, whatever language they speak. Of, he goes, "Oh no, I have to shit." <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think the best thing that you can do when you're in the when you're in the human centipede is just to be the person in front.
1: I think that's the best scenario.
2: Mm-hmm. Best scenario is you're the either first person.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I don't think I would want to be the middle.
2: Yeah. Even I mean, even at the end, I wouldn't want to be at the end.
1: Because not only are you getting the the middle guy is getting the nourishment or lack thereof of the excrement from the first link but Mm -hmm. not only are you at the very end getting their excrement but you're also getting whatever process excrement that they consume from the first link so you're getting two time excrement which is probably what led to her dead because yeah
3: that's
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) don't eat feces (laughs) (laughs) An- animals. What's the idea of it makes me want to puke. <laughs> animals may be able to do it and turn out just fine, but us humans. Ah. So that that um, I can't really think of any more. Where unless it's we can't. No, the thing is never confirmed. Mm. I guess in a lot of them with um Jason Voorhees. I guess he kind of comes out on top because he mm-hmm. always ends up still alive
2: I want to see I want to see more psychological horror films cuz cuz yeah. it's very common in games but I haven't I haven't even heard of many psychological horror movies like the the biggest one I can think of is Jacob's Ladder which fun fact actually was uh inspired it actually inspired Silent Hill 2. Not like Silent Hill 2, but like also Silent Hill.
1: What if there was a horror movie that actually only lived in imagination? Like, what do you it, mean? The, the villain or the monster is 100% a hallucination. So, Freddy Krueger? No, he's just not 100% a well, hallucination.
2: He, well, he is real, but like, he's he exists in dreams.
1: So what if he was a hundred percent and this deteriorates the mental state of the victim or victims to the point where it reduces them to a vegetable state? Put so that's much a, that's a pretty good concept. puts too, too much stress on their uh psyche. Oh, I see. Like it, it doesn't do
2: anything to them physically, but the fact that it exists in their mind, like breaks their mind,
1: right? Yeah. Some people could say that this can be labelled as like schizophrenic um uh, encounter hmm but say like um have you ever heard this the legend of the smiling dog I have like how the first person that's ever saw it they apparently hallucinated so badly that it ended up basically turning them brain dead Or I think she might have killed herself. Um, I think she so, killed herself, but I think I know what you mean. Like, it it did so much damage to her mentally. Like, what if it went down that route, but it turned into a physical. Or not a physical, but like a, a lucid. A, 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 a lucid. Hallu- Why am I struggling with this word? Hallucination. Hallucination. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm where it's it seems physical but it's not so they they seem like they're taking this damage but in real world they're probably or like they're actually physically fine but their mental state they're believing that they're taking this damage which causes them to deteriorate like a mental virus i think i get what you're putting down like that's one yeah, way be that be interesting possibly, to see. That's one way it could possibly potentially work. It's
2: it's two new tropes in one in one movie.
0: Um
2: Yeah, I like that one.
1: Uh studios. If any studio is watching this podcast, which I doubt, um <laughs> I just gave you two new things. I took film. I can help you write the script. <laughs> just imagine I'm working on a <laughs> big project like that
2: that'd be so cool to see if i I, if i ever see the movie i'm or if i ever see a movie with those plot elements i'm gonna assume it was you that wrote it
1: (laughs) and if if someone did and i'm not paid royalties i'm (laughs) i got lawyers (laughs) <laughs> but in all seriousness it it would be pretty cool if i was able to work mm. on something like that like personally i like to write doom and gloom or apocalyptic scenarios so i love ho- doom and gloom horror is not too far from it so i can potentially write a really good horror book
2: oh i just remembered what i was what i was uh gonna say before actually it wasn't the um the horror or the villain protagonist thing. It was, there needs to be less jump scares in horror in general. Like, movies, games, just less jump scares. Yeah, I like, want full atmospheric horror.
1: Atmospheric, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. My favorite game, like, one of my favorite games, like, top three is Signals. There's not a single jump scare in that game, and it's still so horrifying.
1: Same with um, My Friendly uh Neighborhood. Oh yeah. There's not a lot of
2: it. It just, definitely looks like the kind of game it would have that would have a lot of jump scares.
1: It doesn't jump scare you unless you get caught, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like you always have to keep an eye on the Muppet chasing you because, sure, you can get a net gun or find a way mm-hmm. to um, immobilize them, but it's only temporarily. So you always have to keep aware of where they are. I see. So it doesn't give you a chance to get jump scared unless they catch you.
2: I see. But so. yeah, that's that's one of the biggest things that I have is that I just I hate jump scares. And I'm just cuz they're the only thing that really like scares scares me, but just cuz like it feels really cheap. Yeah. Like it's really easy to just like like put up a scary picture and then like have a loud noise and scare someone with it. Also, but if you can if you can scare someone with pure atmosphere, that's how you know you know you're doing it right.
1: See, another trope that I have is having too many deaths that are unexplainable. Oh, true. Or deaths that are like too foreshadowed. Like too I want to, I want to watch a mo- horror movie where a character dies, but you don't see it coming. Hmm. So like, yeah, I, I I like that too. Um, like a lot of the slasher films, you are like, oh yep, she's dead, or oh yeah, mm-hmm. he's going to die, or especially Final Destination. You're like, especially um the one episode where the guy goes the entire thing thinking that he's going to die. Oh yeah, like he he's so terrified that he's gonna die because I think it was like a fortune cookie or something,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and he goes the entire thing not dying. He steps out of the therapist's, and then you, you're he like, doesn't
2: he doesn't even die at the end.
1: Oh, he dies. It's final wow. destination. <laughs> <laughs> um, he steps out. And he's like he's chasing this flock of birds, right? Mm. Right. And the next scene, you see a giant plane of glass hanging above him. Oh, no. wait! This sounds familiar. And then you just hear the snap of the crane. He's like, well, or and you see the plane oh, of no. glass. You know that's when he's going to die. Mm-hmm. And you just hear the snap, and then it just. Right on top of him.
2: Oh, God.
1: (laughs) It squashes him like Flat Stanley. If
2: I was in that movie, I would have just run.
1: (laughs) That's that's the thing. You you would see that. (laughs) Because even if it's glass, it casts a weird shadow, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So you would see that shadow getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You're like, huh? Why is it getting dark?
2: That's another thing. Actually, I feel like we need more movies, horror movies, where the people actually fight back. Like well, you get the, like maybe like one or two characters who will try to fight, but like everyone just runs and doesn't even bother trying to fight the guy.
1: Or like I mean, well, if they have uh,
2: like a chainsaw or something, it makes sense. You just you just run if you don't have anything to fight back with. But
1: or more so like. Not just fight back, but fight back smart. Like they're able to mm-hmm. gather some sort of sense, and they're like, "Okay, I'm going to do this the smart way."
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, there's so many horror movies that I can think of where they try to fight back, but there's like, "Okay, you're going to you're going to grab that thing and fight? Like, I was going to do anything.
2: <laughs> I I feel like there's too many like. Yeah, because uh, uh, people try like well like try to punch the, the killer <laughs> yes. and then just doesn't do anything and then they die.
1: Oh yeah, you're gonna grab a, a, a rotted out two by four. <laughs> I mean,
2: mean, that's, that's w- even w- better still because like at least they're trying to like fight with something.
1: This ain't wrestling, bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, you're gonna grab that steel chair and do what?
2: <laughs> steel chair can do it a lot. Mm-hmm. Especially if your killer just ha- only has a
0: knife. Yeah, but
1: if they're able to get back up, you're gonna be like, "Well, I'm screwed." Because if they, if you don't oh, them down, a steel
2: chair, you're not getting back up unless you're like unless you're like Jason or Michael Myers
1: or you're freaking into that
2: <laughs> or that I guess.
1: Because <laughs> imagine trying to use a steel chair on screen. Oh yeah. If you see him get I feel back like he up, get up, you think that he's just a normal human, mm-hmm. and you hit him with the steel chair, and he pulls an Undertaker and just sits right up.
2: <laughs> no, I'm glad if... he tried to do that. Actually, I feel like,
1: or if he is on the ground, what makes you think that? Say you go to inspect the body to make sure he's down, right? He... He plays dead, or at least knocked out. He grabs your ankle, mm-hmm. trips you, trips you, and then he's able to, you know, go in with the knife.
2: That's another thing. I was watching some of the screen movies a while back, and I'm like, they have plenty of opportunities to like un- look under the mask, and then they just they just don't.
1: And that's another thing. Too many masked killers.
2: Hmm. I mean, like it's not a big deal. I feel like masked killers are like just a thing. Like it doesn't it doesn't need to change. It'd be neat if there's, like, non-masked killers or just, like, monstrous-looking guys, but, like, this, it does not a big deal, but I feel like you need to be able to, like, if you can knock them out or something, you need to be able to look under the mask and not just, like, go away without even checking who they are. Because, like, if you can get away, you you have their identity.
1: Yeah. And then there's also the aspect of... Um, shoot, where was I going to go with that? Um...
0: Shit, I forgot. <laughs> I for the gore. <laughs> for gore, I for
1: gore. Um, hmm. that's a hard one. Yep, yeah, that one. That that idea is completely gone. I can't even think. My brain not braining. But yeah, it, it was interesting to see some of these. Um props like for the, for the first time but then after they kept getting repeated 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 over and over mm-hmm. it's kind of like a um what's the what's the phrasing been here done that
2: yeah just overused overrated stuff like that
1: like i want to see um with what you said about like having a big monster be a killer. Like, mm-hmm. what if it was someone like... I think um, we need more
2: monsters. I feel like lately it's all, like, either, like, ghosts or it's just, like, killers. But I think we need, we need more monsters.
1: What if it was, like, a deranged someone that was kind of like... uh, What's his name from the Goonies? Uh,
2: Sloth? Yeah.
1: What if we had a guy that looked like Sloth as a killer?
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically what Jason, right? He looks like that under the mask, right?
1: Well, he's a decayed revenant.
2: like yeah after he died right
1: yeah like what if we had a guy that was born with these um, deformities and he goes through life basically you know like the I was bullied thing and basically that turns him into this unstable wreck that's like you know what I'm gonna go make a example out of these people that bullied me and he ends up murdering half the town a good idea. That would be a really good anti-bullying campaign. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh yeah.
2: I, I can't think what- of any other tropes I don't want to see or more stuff that I do want to see though. Other than that.
1: Do you ever remember or, or have you ever seen Black Mirror? I haven't. I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. Um, there was a sh- episode where this guy, he he's a gamer, or like a world traveler or whatever, and he gets invited to test out a new like augmented reality horror game. But he gets trapped in it. And he gets to the point where he... I think that's another one of the... He turns brain dead. Because so I don't remember if he ends up actually hurting himself or if he ends up just dying from the stress let me see if i can pull it up black mirror horror game season three episode two This is the basic, um, i um, we while in Britain, while in Britain, a thrill seeking American globetrotter signs up to test a video game in order to make some quick cash, but finds out the, the game is far too terrifyingly
0: advanced.
1: Black Mirror on Steam? On Steam, what? There's a video game? No way. Oh, it's completely ir- uh, irrelevant to the show. But yeah, I highly recommend watching that um, episode. Um, because that one. Oh, there is.
0: Uh, season three
1: episode two I feel like this might not be the same
2: thing as what you're talking about though The, the game on steam
1: yeah it's completely unconnected the protagonist dies after 40 minutes being in this um, play test, how does
0: the protagonist die? In the end, Cooper's attempts at escapism led to his death.
1: He, had he answered his mother's phone call before when Sonia told him to she might have not might not have called during the experiment and he'd still be alive so yeah I think he became brain dead
2: is that so?
1: back in the first experiment room Cooper yells for his mother as the mushroom kills him so he dies in the play test from a mushroom was in fact killed within 0. 0.4 seconds by a phone call from his mother causing signal interference with the device. Oh. The subsequent exis- ex- experience existing only in his head. So yes, it did kill make him brain dead. It's interesting. So yeah, that's an interesting concept. That you don't really see that often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's one of If, if there was ever any movie tropes that I would want to see more heavily influenced, that's probably one that I would want to see, like, definitely more often.
2: Yeah, we should definitely get more of those.
1: All right. Are there any more things that you can think of as it relates to horror? Or, or um, do you think we can uh, wrap this up? I think that's about it. I don't think there's anything else. Well, thank you so much, Sheva, for coming on and being on the show. Um, If you have anything that you would like to promote, anything, I'm gonna give you the red carpet and spotlight if you wish to say anything. Um, Um,
2: I don't think I really have anything special. Just, like, my YouTube. I do, uh, I do ASMR videos on there sometimes. Uh... I also make silly, silly little little videos aside from that, um, and I guess my Twitter, my Twitch, that's really, that's really
1: it. Yeah, and I play horror games and
2: RPGs mostly. Not right after this. I have a friend who wants to play with me for a little bit, so I'll be, yeah, but you, yeah, I guess, I,
1: resting a little. When we were planning this, you were like, yeah, I want to make sure that I can stream afterwards. Mm-hmm. So if you guys yes. are, if you guys want um Sheva will be streaming um later as well. Um so if you wanted to go check them out while they stream, go, um I highly recommend them. They're really great people.
2: Yeah, speaking of horror, we're actually playing a horror game when I whenever, whenever I do stream today. I'm going to play be playing a uh, Fatal Frame. Ooh. Yeah. Made in a Blackwater, I think it's called.
1: But yeah, um go check out their Discord. I don't have a link to it. Um, you want me to put it in the chat? Um, I would not recommend it. It will give you a warning. <laughs> oh,
2: will it? Yes. <laughs> do you want me to like send the link to you then?
1: Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Uh. Now you look like you're in the far back of my. Um, there you go. <laughs> you're in the back of my room, <laughs> waiting to just pounce on me.
2: I'm just biding my time i'm gonna take over the spaceship
1: chevel <laughs> <laughs> was imposter all along <laughs> wait it's gonna force me to sign in to use the uh, chat on I'm, I'm already signed in wait, huh? it's gonna it had me force signed in. For, um, There we go. There is their Discord. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> if I wanted to, I can just do this. Um, hold on, wait a minute.
3: Beam me the fuck up, Scotty. It is a total shit show down here.
1: <laughs> thank you we for the follow, the GG. Plates,
3: Riots, murder hornets, Oh my gosh, and some it's Gigi Omega.
1: Um, I could do this, um, let's see. VC guest,
0: uh, no. Stellar talk guest. Oh, shit. Hey, watch this Sheva was voted out.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I
1: I did that same joke um with mine and that's what led to the Waffle House story. Did it? Yep. Yeah. Because I was sh- uh, shortened. So I was like down here. I was like, why am I so short? I popped myself back up, and Nubia was like, oh, he's put his booster seat back in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm old school. I got the phone books. But anyway, phone with, that, <laughs> with that said, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day, and um, you'll. Be able to catch this anywhere you find podcasts, including SoundCloud and Spotify, as well as YouTube podcasts. Um, but it's always better to catch it live because you can interact with not only me, but the guest. Especially during the activity, we can do some more talking with chat. So if that's something that you don't want to miss, catch us live. I, I post my schedule with... Um, the seller talks on Twitter. So, if you want to go there, also, um, usually the, either the day or a couple days before, um, I post the promotional graphics for seller talks so you know, hey, this is the guest, this is when we're going to do it. So, in um, the array of topics that we will go over. So, again, also drop. A follow here, if you haven't done so already. I know this is a great outro. <laughs> um, but yeah. Now the thing that I have to figure out now is who we're going to raid.
2: Let me see if I have anyone. If you don't have anyone.
1: Ooh, I can raid either Aspen or Feds. Oh, uh, I'll leave point. that
2: up to you. I mean, it is your stream after all, so you can
1: can pick the person to raid. Okay, okay, okay. How about this? Siri. Okay, Aspen is Heads. Aspen is Heads. Heads is Tails. Okay. Hey, Siri. Flip a coin. Mm Hmm? Aspen. Got Heads. Okay. Let's, uh... Slash raid We're reading aspen. Yep. I need to follow them in fact.
2: I'm following them on Twitter. I haven't followed their Twitch yet.
1: Raid has been created. Let's go.
0: Alright. With that, bye-bye everybody. Bye. And I suppose I'll be seeing you later as well.